Rise with India podcast on ET Now. Good morning and thanks for listening in. I'm Alex Matthew and this is the first edition of what will be a daily podcast from ET Now. Listen in for a few minutes every morning to get a head start on your day. Today is the 18th of March. Let's jump straight to the top story. We've been building up to this all week. The Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell and his colleagues continued to project near zero interest rates at least through 2023. That's despite the more optimistic US economic outlook and the mounting inflation worries in financial markets. Officials see inflation settling back after the jump this year and Powell added that there is no need to react to the rising US Treasury yields. As many as seven of the 18 officials predicted higher rates by the end of 2023 compared with five of 17 at the December gathering. So there is a slightly larger group within the Federal Reserve that sees an earlier start to the withdrawal of ultra-easy monetary policy. Now, 10-year yields in the US rose to 1.65%, but in shorter maturities, yields sank, with the five-year down several basis points as the Fed signals led traders to slightly scale back bets of tightening as early as the end of 2022. Turning to another developing story, the World Health Organization has endorsed AstraZeneca's COVID-19 vaccine, saying the shot should continue to be administered. It's the second health authority to endorse the vaccine in the past couple of days after several European Union countries decided to stop its use following reports of blood clots in some people who received it. Remember the European Medicines Agency is expected to make a statement about the usability of the vaccine sometime today and more importantly despite a large number of our population here in India having received the AstraZeneca shot from Serum Institute there have been no reported cases of blood clots. Now speaking of COVID-19 cases they're continuing to rise and that remains a worry here in India with Maharashtra which is the largest hotspot reporting over 23000 fresh cases last evening now i know that you've been told about this several times but it bears repeating take all possible precautions and make sure that you or people you know get the vaccine if you're eligible let's pivot here to some other news In the aviation space around 78.27 lakh domestic passengers traveled by air in February which is over 36% lower than the corresponding period last year that's according to the Indian Aviation Regulator I'm sure you remember quite vividly that the lockdown to stop the spread of the pandemic was announced towards the end of March last year Now the income tax department said yesterday that it has issued over 2.04 lakh crore rupees worth of refunds to more than 2.09 crore taxpayers so far this financial year of this personal income tax refunds stood at 73607 crore rupees in the infrastructure space the national highways authority of india is ramping up the pipeline of projects to be awarded in the first quarter of next financial year The authority is likely to bid out projects worth around 50,000 crore rupees in the first quarter starting April. Now apart from the equity markets which we will get to very shortly, do look out for action in the Indian bond market too. 
The Reserve Bank of India is set to conduct open market operations as part of its Operation Twist today. Now, on Wednesday, the yield on the 10-year benchmark government bond ended at 6.18%. And with that, it's over to Rohit Singh for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Rohit. How are Indian markets likely to react based on what we know so far of the Federal Reserve's commentary and also the handover from the U.S. markets? Good morning, Alex. Good to be joining you on this brand new podcast. Hope all our listeners are doing well this morning. Here's what we're tracking. The big story this morning, the Federal Reserve has no plans to cut back the ongoing support for U.S. economy. It had cut benchmark rates in March last year and intends to keep them there. The policy rate remains on hold at near zero till 2023, even as American growth seems to be picking up. So, despite the hope of better growth, the Federal Reserve sees no sign of overheating in U.S. economy. Most Fed officials still see rates at rock bottom over the next three years, which means a rate hike is unlikely till at least 2024. The U.S. index futures are holding higher, as comments by Fed Chair imply the accommodative stance will continue for a long time. Dow ended above 33,000, S&P 500 ended at record, while Nasdaq too wiped out early losses to end higher. The US 10-year yield came off highs after the Fed's comments, still it held above 1.6%. Jerome Powell said he sees no need to push back against the rising US bond yield. Much of Asia is higher, riding on the firm US handover, Japan's Nikkei is holding up by more than a percent, SGX2 is showing a modest rebound at opening bell after a week of battering. While the COVID scare continues to splatter the front pages, one survey tells us market is less worried than we think it is. The Bofar Global Fund Manager survey reveals that U.S. inflation and tapering of bond deals by Federal Reserve, should it happen, are bigger risks to the rally. The survey says fund managers fear a more than 10% correction in stocks should the U.S. bond deal spike above the 2% mark. An increasing hope of a V-shaped global recovery is now triggering anxiety of a bond deal spike. Back home, we have closed lower for a fourth day. Chartists are reading the ticker with a bit of caution as the correction sets in. So this morning, you will hear a long bearish candle pattern a lot in the technical discourse. We are very close to the 50 DMA on Nifty, so we will need to see if we are going to honor the red line there. On Sensex, we have closed below the psychological mark of 50,000. You should tune into ET now for a more in-depth trade setup with our chartists this morning. Broadly, a resurgence in COVID cases, which was underlined by none other than the Prime Minister himself yesterday, and hot crude oil prices are tempering the enthusiasm. Some interest is also missing as investors are locking in funds in the primary market offers with five IPOs fighting for the pie. The measure of market volatility in India VIX is still above the 20 mark. For bulls to find comfort, this tick needs to cool off further. How did the fund flow pan out? Well, FIS were buyers in this falling market, lapping up shares worth 2,600 crore rupees. DII's net sold shares worth more than 550 crore rupees. This morning, keep an eye on some of the newsmakers that could stay in focus at opening bell. Watch out for the state-owned enterprises. Today, the Economic Times is reporting that the government is considering a holding company structure for PSUs in the strategic sector where it has decided to have bare minimum presence. BHL has emerged as the lowest bidder for almost a 11,000 crore rupee nuclear power project. There could be some continued action in Aditya Birla Capital shares, which soared after the company said it would consider IPO for its mutual fund subsidiary. The government is expected to garner 5,440 crore rupees from the offer for sale of Tata Communications. 
the OFS will subscribe 1.3 times despite poor response from retail investors. That's that from my end. We'll be back tomorrow morning with another wrap of all that you need to keep an eye on. You've been listening to the 18 hour Rise with India podcast. Time for me to hand it back to my friend Alex. Here's wishing you a profitable day ahead. Thanks, Rohit. And thank you all for listening in. We'll be back tomorrow bright and early. If you thought this podcast was useful, hit like and tell your friends about it. Also, follow us on our social media platforms so you never miss a beat. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. The Rise with India podcast on 18 Now.